1: how many fans start showing
0: up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner.
2: Who are you? Ah! Ah! Wow, holy smoke. Class landing.
1: Short run. Step on it.
2: Okie dokie, Dr. Joe's whole idea of potatoes. Cry not there's a kid driving the car. Welcome
0: to the party, pal. Action movie reviews with Mackie, get to the Yippee-ki-yay, mother
2: nothing shocks me I'm a scientist
0: so as a scientist you do a lot of research
2: always and what sort of research would you do on me
0: nocturnal activities
2: you mean like what sort of cream I put on my face at night
0: what position I like to sleep in
2: Mating customs. Love rituals? Primitive sexual practices. So you're an authority in that area? Years of fieldwork. work. Bali bhakti Kali maang.
1: Kali shakti de. Kali shakti de. Bali chadhau <laughs> tere aage, swigadho.
0: Welcome in to Action Movie Rewind, the 24th installment, if my math is right, wow. every Friday on this show, and we have uh, made our way to the first Indiana Jones movie of the Action Movie Rewind segment, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom from 1984. I'll read the summary, set up a couple facts, and then we'll throw it around the room for probably an all-too-in-depth discussion. All right. In the second of the Indiana Jones epics, the first one was uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. This one is set a year or so before the events in Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Indiana Jones needs to retrieve a precious gem and several kidnapped young boys on behalf of a remote East Indian village. This time he teams up with a nightclub singer, Willie, and a 12-year-old boy, Short Round, to accomplish his mission. 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. A twenty-eight million dollar budget turned into three hundred thirty-three million dollars at the box office, starring Harrison Ford, right in the middle of his Star Wars success. Oh yeah, and Kate Capshaw. Mm. Let's start with Judd. Your uh, your thoughts and things that stood out the most about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom.
1: Oh, I. Have, that's such a roundabout question of a film that I have so many thoughts about <laughs> and so many so many observations and i've spent two days now because my my film work you know with most it's football with with me it's our uh, our movies my film work has involved the wednesday watch so i can absorb through thursday wow and then come in and talk about it with sort of a clear mind interesting on friday and um let's see here okay number 1 this film itself is a film i would never watch Ever, ever, ever—it just goes against. Like, like <laughs> it's wait, wait, wait. It's Indiana Jones. I, yes. I don't care. the The Bond franchise borders on a Zolgad. eh, take it or leave it. But ultimately, I watched that and I was like, okay, I, I sort of get this. Like, I could watch this. I didn't love it, but I certainly didn't say I would turn this off personally. Okay, so hear me out here. I am not I I am not ripping the, this film because I think a lot of people liked it, and I totally get it. Personally, Judd Zolgad halfway through would have turned this film off or flipped away. <laughs> oh, God on. bless you. God but but, bless but, but you. I want to be clear here. What, but, what, what was but the, the part wait, wait, where you were like, wait, I'm out on this? Wait, I want to be clear because the first film that you forced us to watch, which was what film? With, with? Blood, Bloodsport. Bloodsport, okay. That was just – it was funny, but it was just crap, okay? This was not crap. <laughs> um what one, one is two parts. One is I would have turned this off in 84 but appreciated the special effects until I did. Mm-hmm. the special effects the special effects kind of now bad, the special effects now in 2000 made me giggle and chuckle and laugh. but my God, and it's been a long time. how far have we come when it comes to they I can't tell you how many scenes I counted action scenes. Where they literally put the actors in front of a green screen. Yes. And they run the and they run the action behind them. And you can see it's a green screen, basically. Because there's nothing where I'm like, oh, you know what? That sort of looks I get I get that one. They're like
0: being absorbed by the green screen like people on, on yes, Zoom Calls. It's like
1: they had to say Harrison, you can't wear that blue shirt today, buddy. It ain't gonna work. So that's that's my first thought here. Just to be clear though, but but I do that's wanna hilarious. but I do want to articulate that if you enjoy this film, I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just totally not my type of film. Well, but what was the point in the
0: movie where you're like, "All right, I'm
1: good." Like if I wasn't oh, doing this for um, for the for the masses, of yeah, Mackie exactly and John. right, exactly right. I can answer that in a heartbeat. Hmm. It was during the course of the time where they're in the the caves of the where they go to stay
0: so after they got captured, or, or as they're nope. like doing the the weird dinner.
1: As yes, the dinner. I would have. I. It was gross. But that's not why I would have personally tuned out. Mm-hmm. As the dinner was going on, I'm like, I know I sort of know where this is going, and it runs completely against what I enjoy. <laughs> we'll
0: do a deep dive into the food, too, by the way. So but but on, yeah, but, but I'm not saying
1: I'm not saying that, that my cause to tune out would have been based on the fact that that was gross, which it was, but that's fine. It was based on the fact that I just knew at that point in time. This is as far from a film that I enjoy as you could possibly get.
0: So this is also, you know, this technically this movie, like Commando is an action movie. Yes. This is an action adventure movie, yeah. so they so they weave in tons of plot lines and things. And yes. Like the last 40 minutes are like straight action because he's running around and they're going through the waters coming out of the cave and yeah. then they're like on the bridge and all this stuff. Um, there's also some great kills in this movie. Oh, yeah. Which we'll get to. Yes. But Declan, what 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 are your main takeaways from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? Oh. And just, this is also Judd's first ever watching yeah. of an Indiana Jones movie.
2: So it's been a while since I've seen this one. I, I've similar to when we had Boog Shambi on to open the show. I've seen the first, I've seen the third. I love both of those, and I've even seen the reboot they did with Shia the Crystal LaBeouf. Skull or something. Yeah, yeah, like like twelve, ten or twelve years ago. I've really? even seen that. I didn't. I know a lot of people didn't like it. I actually didn't mind it. It was okay. So it's Temple of Doom's the one I'm actually the least familiar with, and. I, I yeah, I was not a fan. I am with Judd oh, no. that I would have turned off this film if I was not required <laughs> to come in and review it. Um, it, I don't do voodoo. Let me just make yeah. that very clear. Amen, brother. Voodoo s- legitimately scares the belief out of me. <laughs> it bores me. It, it's terrifying. No, it, it it's just not, bores it doesn't me. It bore me. Like I think I'm it's actually it. real. Like it, I, I'm, I'm legitimately scared of voodoo. So I, I, I was very off. I was very off-putting watching that. Um, yes, there is some phenomenal kills at the end. I will say during the last 35 minutes, that guy with the turban who gets like uh, crushed underneath that roller. All the alligators at the bottom of that pit with those guys hitting the rocks, but it's like, so
1: phony looking. But it, but like they just threw clothes down there. It's that so was, phony.
2: That just was got a bunch of
0: close-up shots of alligators rolling around yeah. with like yeah, like prop clothing. Yes,
2: and I look how they're just like <laughs> they're literally just rolling around the water. They're not even eating people. They're just like oh, right. it's just alligators living. Oh. Like that's what it is. Molarum, and quick,
1: scolarum. Dex, there's no blood.
2: Yeah, there isn't a lot of blood. So, like, no, they're no eating blood.
1: people, and they don't put blood in the water to sell the kills.
0: Right. So, I need to know more about, like, how they produced. They probably had, like, shoot, we need the, we need the alligator scene. But we only have, like, ten minutes at the zoo to, to like, film. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, what can we do? What will they let us do?
2: So I, I would say the good part is there were some satisfactory kills. I did enjoy that. But in general, it it was hard to get through it. It was okay. really difficult for me to get through. So
0: this, I remember watching this movie a bunch. It was on TV all the time when I was a kid in like the early 90s. And I remember, as as a kid, I remember it being like one of my favorite easy watches. And just, I, I will also say that as a kid, this movie provided one of my most like terrifying yeah. uh, moments like, like movie moments to watch. It's scary. Where he's, where they're doing the, it's called like the, the thuggy ceremony where Molaram is like the overlord of these zombie, uh, I don't know what you would call them, just like troopers or yeah. something. they're weird. And he reaches in and pulls that dude's beating heart out of his chest and then they burn the guy alive. And like, but I the guy doesn't how, die. How he's still alive is like, weird.
1: Why does he not die when they pull the heart out? I'm
0: confused. I don't know. And Indiana Jones makes me? the comment too. He's like, he's still alive. It's like, well, you're gonna burn him anyways. Like, why does he have to pull his heart out of his chest? I think they wanted him to still be alive so that you could get the sense of like how terrifying it is to go down and get burned alive. But
1: then, why do you pull his heart out?
2: But did they need? Did they need the heart for something? Like I thought. I thought I took it as like the heart didn't become one of the stones or something. Oh,
0: oh, is that what I, it is? I thought
2: the heart played an integral part to like the getting the know. stones. So, I thought so that. I creating creating I, thought they, it was. I thought
1: they stole
0: the
2: stones. Oh, do they steal the stones? Well, that's what they were st- st-
0: trying to get them back. Well, they stole one of the stones from the East Indian village, and that—that right. that was the beginning part where, um, where the, so Indiana Jones and Willie and Short Round, the whole. It's funny because <laughs> we got
1: we got to get to Short Round. Yeah. By right.
0: Way. So the whole beginning, there's the beginning sequence where it's this it's this nightclub, and you've got the I uh, believe it's Lao Che is the guy's name. <laughs> Who is the uh, Shanghai crime boss? Yes, and so they're going to do this exchange where Indiana Jones gets a diamond, and the Shanghai crime boss gets the ashes of some emperor, and they're going to do the switch. Mm-hmm. But Lao Che pulls a pulls a one eighty and says, "Actually, I'm going to keep both of these things, <laughs> and you can just have the antidote if you want it. If you yes, you sir, yes. And so they they wind up poisoning Indy's drink, but. The funniest part about this movie, and I read about some of the production, is that they they had that opening sequence written for Raiders of the Lost Ark three years before, but they like didn't have room for it. Mm-hmm. So they basically just said, we should still totally do that, and then find a way to like get into the actual plot of Temple of Doom. And the by beginning the way, scene had nothing to do with the, the rest of the
1: movie. The beginning scene actually intrigued me, and I thought during it, I might like this, but they but it was it was like its own mini movie. No, but that's my point. And then they wind up. But once it really started, (laughs) it's like no, this is not me. Yes, but like that first scene, I didn't love it, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was. And And then they crash and go through the whole thing, and I'm like, okay.
0: And if the movie, honestly, like I so I like this movie. This is a good movie. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's 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 an easy watch. And I think if the movie had been more about oh he's now he's got to go get the diamonds back or whatever from this Shanghai crime syndicate. I think that would have been a good movie. I mean and instead right. they they pivoted to this other thing. Can,
1: can I debate you though? I don't think that e- Easy Watch is accurate because once they start yeah. what you're talking about as the real film, the moving parts of like why they would go into this village that they basically crashed by yes. and then go try and get all of the and then try and free people and get the diamonds back, it got to me where I I actually went online to look up the plot at one point okay. to try and figure out what they were doing now? Now, if I'm on my couch and I don't care, then that's fine. But like, since we're professional movie review, no, I try, no, here, I try and follow. No, I I honestly try and follow the the plot as yeah. it's ongoing for the purpose of this production. So the main plot can so be summed up. So I got confused as, by it
0: after a while. So they wind up they escape the nightclub. They've got the diamond. They've got the the antidote so that Indiana Jones doesn't die of poison, and they get on this plane thinking. So long, suckers, we got away, and then the plane door shuts and it says Lao Che. Yeah, it. I know. I did right? like. so, so the pilots <laughs> the pilots wait for Indiana Jones and, and his friends to fall asleep and then they they piece out and then Indy has to like come up with a plan to not die in a plane crash, which by the way, like if you jump out of that plane with a massive raft, you're all dead. Yeah. Just so we're clear right. <laughs> And
1: all the dead. raft holds them the whole time. Right. So oh. you're, you're all dead for sure. And also, explain this one. So they they jumped, to your point, in the raft and somehow all survived the fall and the raft like is a parachute, which I don't get. But furthermore, the plane – so p- part of the plan for the pilots who bailed was that they dumped the fuel, right? Yep. When the plane crashes into the side of the mountain, it blows up as if it's full of fuel.
0: What it, it? I don't know about plane th- crashes. Would it blow up even without fuel, just because of the
1: impact? I don't think it would have blown up as much as it blew up. Mm. I think it would have just crashed and sort of just boom, gone. Mm. But I think the fuel is what causes great explosions and plane crashes. So I think the I think they didn't really need to have the plane blow up so impressively, okay. considering I think it was out of fuel.
0: So they get down on this raft and they realize that they're in India, and so so the the connection is that okay, well we'll follow this guy. Up to the village because we just went through this traumatic experience. We're hungry. We'd like some shelter because we're on a freaking raft. And the and the people in the Indian village explain that we've had our children kidnapped. Our sacred stone has been stolen. And we think that you, Indiana Jones, have been sent by our god Shiva to save us. Yeah. And instead of saying, oh, Nope, that's uh, that's not us. That's not us. I'll be seeing you later. Bye. <laughs> they said, "All right, well, I guess uh, we can go investigate this." And and so they go investigate the palace. And as they keep peeling back the layers, they keep getting deeper and deeper. So that's kind of the that's kind of the uh, the plot hook. Um, I want to talk about the death scenes. This isn't your ordinary like shoot 'em up action movie where like you watch Commando and it's just like two hundred people getting killed with machine gun fire, right? This was this is a very creative, killing movie oh, and yeah. that you had a guy at the beginning, you had a guy getting Indiana Jones takes the flaming meat skewer and throws it through his chest, mm-hmm. kills Love him that. that way. Love mm-hmm. that. It's a very creative one. Mm-hmm. You had the guy getting his heart ripped out of his chest and burned alive as part of a sacrifice. You had, as Declan mentioned, uh, the jacked up guard guy getting smashed by the rock crusher and then the blood oh, with the, street with the blood
1: up. on the theater. yeah
0: and then you also had several people getting eaten by alligators in this movie so i would say even though this is kind of a supposed to be kind of like a family adventure like it's it's pretty dark and there's a lot of really gruesome see the thing about that on wikipedia about that point should we read that real quick pg-13 right. so this movie was pretty dark and yeah. there's an explanation for why so steven spielberg later recalled that when – this is a Steven Spielberg, George Lucas masterminded plan. So think about, like, the gigantic – Think about the firepower there financially. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So those guys, when when Spielberg – let's see here. uh, Spielberg later recalled that when George Lucas first approached him for Raiders of the Lost Ark three years beforehand, George said, if I directed the first one, then I would have to direct a trilogy eventually. He had three stories in mind, but it turned out that George did not have three stories in mind. And we had to make up the subsequent stories. Both men later attributed the film's tone, Temple of Doom, which was darker than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Which, by the way, it is darker. And Raiders of the Lost Ark was about Nazis. So think about how dark you have to make a movie to be darker than a movie with Nazis as the villain. Uh, The movie was dark because of their personal moods following the breakups of their relationships. In addition, George Lucas felt, quote, it had to have been a dark film. The way Empire Strikes Back was the dark second act of the Star Wars trilogy. Spielberg had said the danger in making a sequel is that you can never truly satisfy everyone. If you give people the same movie with different scenes, people say, why weren't you more original? If you give them the same character in another fantastic adventure but with a different tone, you risk disappointing the other half of the audience. But basically, they went through relationship breakups and created a dark Indiana Jones movie.
1: According to Wikipedia, but I, I believe it, it also goes on to say that this was the that this was the reason why PG thirteen was invented. Interesting, because they they knew that if you know, mom and dad took their six year old kid, six year old kid would freak out, have bad dreams. <laughs> so true. so I believe the point was that that they signed off on this being the first film where they actually with a PG rating drew an age for yeah.
0: it. So when I was a kid, I do I, I just to elaborate on what I brought up before. I do remember being genuinely terrified by Molaram reaching into that guy's chest, pulling his heart out, and then burning him alive. Because I was like 10 when I watched that. Like, what? Yeah. What is this? Um, It's right up there with Ghostbusters 2.
1: Have you guys seen Ghostbusters 2? I think I did at the time. I definitely saw Ghostbusters 1 in the movies.
0: No,
2: No, I don't think I have. There's a scene in Ghostbusters
0: 2 where – so Janos is the creepy painter guy who's been – essentially taken captive by Vigo, who's the guy in the painting that comes out of the painting. And Yanosh the ghost of Janos in like a with like a carriage, flies up to the ledge of this New York City apartment to steal Sigoni Weaver's baby. And his eyes light up all red in the music. And like I just remember as a kid thinking, oh, my God, a ghost is going to come through my window and steal me away. So with there were some like dark movies that were oh, kind of yeah. meant for families, but would, yeah. would never be... Uh, PG back then. So all right, what are what are some other things that stood out to you guys about this movie?
1: Okay. My least favorite character, can I give you that uh, one? It, Please do. It's unanimous, right? What's that?
2: It's unanimous, I feel like.
1: Willie. Willie. Yes. Kate yes. Capshaw. Who, yeah, sure. who, who, by the way, in real life hooked up with and married Steven Spielberg yep. off that film.
2: She hmm. beat uh, out hundred and twenty actresses. Okay, okay let's for talk this about role. to be okay, Steven De- De-
0: Spielberg's
1: wife. <laughs> yeah. Dex help Dex, help me here. Okay. How? Like that character is – Harrison Ford is always going to play Harrison Ford. Right. It can be in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. It can be in Indiana Jones. It can be in a serious film. It can be – he can be president, right? And you know what? We accept that. And I like him. He's sort of self-deprecating. He's great. He's charming. Yeah. How did she win the competition? I have, I have no she's idea. She's so
2: annoying, I wanted her to die. She's which, really wow. the worst.
0: Yeah, and, it doesn't... Who are I, the, other, who are the some she, of the other candidates? I, I didn't see that
2: part. I didn't, I didn't see the candidates. I was reading her IMDB page, and, oh. it, and, it, and it's like in her bio. like She's most known for her role in Temple of Doom, where she beat out 120 actresses
1: for well, the role. And she was playing, to me... It's like they said, we need you to play the damsel in distress, this whole film. Yeah. And she took it... It was literally like, in in my opinion, she was playing a stage play character in the film. Like, everything was over the top. If you, it if was you, rough. If yeah. you went to see what she did on Broadway, I think you'd be like, Maybe. I get it. Pretty yeah. good. Not bad. But for that film, everything is so over the top. Also... And-
2: You do it. You can do it. <laughs> feel inside. <laughs> you feel inside. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, you're just so that. Okay.
0: you so are doing are are why did she even go with on the adventure? I got her, that in my notes. Her, like, couldn't she have just peeled off once they got out of the club? Like, at, she's not—they're not after her. Like she, at the airport, so, yeah, she could have just once they got to the airport, she could have just peeled off, right? Yes, yeah,
1: hundred percent. Yeah, I don't understand why she's there,
0: and she, and, and even at the end, so she's not into adventure every step of the way. Like, she won't eat the food. I mean, we'll get to the food, um, and then at the very end. He basically says, like, oh, on to our next adventure. And she's like, if you think I'm going to go with it. It's like, why? Like, okay, okay. Why are you even attracted to her? Indiana Jones can get pretty much any woman on the planet. All yep. right. Yep. And, and he's choosing to, like, drag her on these adventures. I don't know. I don't get it. Doesn't like make
1: sense. I don't this, like it. this is 84, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is probably before that. It reminded me, Kate Capshaw's character in this movie reminded me of the character of Diane Chambers in Cheers. Okay, Shelley Long, which I think I think Cheers started in '82 or so. But anyway, in both cases, you're like you are more trouble than this is worth, and I don't like your character. <laughs> like you're not fun, you're killjoy. I don't know why you're here. Like like Phil, I've, I've got this in my notes too. Why is she along? Like why didn't she bail? And in Cheers, it was sort of like with Diane Chambers. Just go work at a library.
0: Well, and they knew they needed. Like I I understand, as they're putting the movie together, they clearly need in their minds like a woman, some sort of relationship, right? Was there some? Is there something else they could have done though? Could they have? Could they have had Indy meet a woman from the village whose kid was kidnapped or something, and then she comes along? Like I don't know, Willie. The other one too, short round. Oh, so he's just a twelve-year-old random kid who drives cars around Shanghai. Yes. What's his deal?
1: Okay, where's his parents? But maybe the most useless sidekick in a film I've ever seen too. <laughs> all he that's does is useful. call. All he does he helps like twice, and all he does is call him Mister Jones. But like uh, Doc, that's or Doctor Jones, Jones. Jones. But there's many times where Short Round is useless. He is <laughs> he he is he is the right wing on a line with two good players.
2: Wake up, Dr. Jones. Wake up. I'll get it over Indy, I love you. Wake up, Indy! Wake up! You're my best friend! Wake up,
0: Indy!
1: Wait! Wait! It's not is mine. It's mine. <laughs> I'm all right, kid.
0: I am with Judd in that he mostly causes more problems than he fixes, except in the one scene where, short round, a 12-year-old boy uses mixed martial arts to take out, like, 10 grown men with swords. Yeah. Did you see that that part? part. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's like roundhouse kicking (laughs) guys. It's just ridiculous.
1: He's just a really, to me, (laughs) he's just an extra guy I don't need. But, like, if I'm Dr. Jones, I think I'm going solo. Because I don't want Willie oh, I see, there.
0: I see what you did there, Han Solo. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. thank you very
1: much. I did not mean to do that. But I don't. I mean, she's useless. He is just sort of a pain. He's always calling my name. He's not doing much. He's worried that he's. I mean, he gets beat up too and tossed er- around. I. I don't but see But
0: if, if he goes solo though. He dies because someone needs. Someone needs to like snap. Okay, them out I get, of the, di- I the get different. Is,
1: that's true. I get different people.
0: He needs. He needs some sidekicks, but. Yeah, I would say a lounge singer and a 12-year-old are probably you know not the ideal companions You know what I do? I call Chewy.
1: I call Chewbacca <laughs> on a cell phone, and I get Chewy. Chewy would have been a lot more useful oh, with for these sure. people. For Absolutely. sure, yep. Okay, the food.
0: <clears throat> so some of the things that were being consumed by Indiana Jones and his friends in this movie, you had assorted bugs, all sorts of different bugs and like bug juices and things like that. You had Snake Surprise, which is just a gigantic snake that they cut open and more snakes come out of it. Yeah, that's pretty Maybe disgusting. Right? Frozen monkey brains, which I did some research on. Apparently, it is somewhat common in China and other parts of the world to eat monkey brains. That is a thing. Do
1: they serve them like they did in this film, which was sort of like the monkey head and you lifted it off? There was a section
0: of an article that I, that I read that there are, there are some stories about... Uh, people eating the brains out of live monkeys mm. somehow. I'm assuming they wouldn't be alive for like, long. I'm going to withhold any comments. Yeah. Uh, so that's disgusting. And then uh, eyeball yeah, soup. Willie thought, all right, f- I just want some soup. And yeah. then she goes to dig in and thinks and it's tomato soup. How and it's, predictable, it's how predictable soup. was that, though?
1: <laughs> I just want some soup.
0: Are there any foods that you guys, and I'm not talking about like frozen monkey brains, but like <laughs> normal, like American foods or like normal foods in the American culture, that would get you squeamish.
2: Ooh, squeamish!
0: Like what, I'll eat almost anything. There's yeah. only like two or three things I won't eat, but like li- liver makes me squeamish. Yeah,
2: liver liver's pretty gross, and I like all fish. I'm trying to think of like something.
0: Sardines make me squeamish.
2: Yeah, not not a big fan. I was gonna say. I mean, there's plenty of foods I do like. Tater tot hot dish is one of the worst things of all time. Oh, like, like, get you can, off the you show! Can, no, you're You gone. can, you can take turn my in, Minnesota card. What? Turn in, turn in, turn yeah. your what car did key. you just say? Tater what are you tot talking hot about? Is okay, he's asking what? Okay. It's, it, this this is a different it segment. Wait, so it, does wait, so it does saying, repulse me. It
0: does repulse me. All right, so let's say you have an option. You show up at this palace. You have an option. Okay. Frozen monkey brains, assorted bugs, snake surprise, eyeball soup, or tater tot hot dish. Oh, God.
2: You might try the soup. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I can avoid the eyeballs. How
1: can you be disgusted by tater tots? Tater tots, by their <laughs> awful, nature, dude. are one of the most delicious things God's ah, ever made.
2: so overrated. I'm with Judd, man. I love it. it. What is it? The green beans? Yeah, I, I, well, oh, no, I don't mind. I don't mind green beans. It's just in general, it doesn't taste good to me. It's, it's all it's, things that are amazing. It's tater tots. It's hamburger. Not, not a big. Tater it's tater cream time, of right. mushroom soup. Oh, mushrooms! All right, that, that's the one that grosses me out. Mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms. There's cheese. That cheese is fine. Oh man, no, there, not a fan.
1: There's nothing that grosses me. out. No, like, well, you you would eat these foods, would you? No, but I'm saying. Uh, Among North American cuisine, there's nothing that would, like, gross me out to that point. Okay. Um, Oh, hey, hey. One more, just to backtrack for a second, short round complaint. (laughs) When that moron jumps on the bridge to show it's safe, what the hell are you doing? And then this happens after.
2: No, no, lady, we're going for white. (laughs) crazy
0: Ball around. prepare to meet Kali in hell amazing man he's an archaeologist he's yeah. an archaeologist yeah. with, with major Bad fighting ass. skills
1: yeah who yeah exactly right who, who at one point is getting the snot kicked out of him and to me, they didn't shoot the scene to show n- nearly an- enough pain. Like, he's just getting his ass kicked, and it's sort of like, oh, okay, I'm fine.
0: Well, the, I, I think the whipping, like, when he got whipped that bad, I feel like that would have done more damage. That's what I'm and, talking about. Yeah. yeah
1: the whipping. Been but, like, you got to sell me on that.
0: It would have been harder to just make a physical comeback from that to, like, be jumping around the next, the next day and or whatever. And he
1: shows almost no pain. Nice. Like, he's being whipped, it's, and he's like, I'm fine. He's tough. He's tough. It's not that tough.
0: Um, let's get to the, uh, well, who are you? who is your favorite character? In this movie. I, I actually Wilson, really man.
2: like short round. I think short round's great. I have no problem with short round. You guys are crapping on short round. Oh, short round. Sure, I don't. Need I'm in the middle round. on short it's round. It's an integral part of the story.
0: My favorite, I, I just love Indiana Jones. I think Indiana Jones yeah, he's is great. He's like archaeologist James Bond basically. Well,
1: he never changes. Harrison Ford do, does not change and I like him.
0: Yep, he played a president as Harrison Ford. He played an archaeologist as Harrison Ford. He played a space I don't know, cowboy, I guess as Harrison Ford.
1: Do you guys have have you guys ever seen and a long scene in a film that was more geared at clearly creating revenue off a ride for an amusement park than going through the tunnels. It's a great call. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that was, I'm like. For sure. They wrote this. genius. They wrote this saying we can sell this to Disney World or something.
0: Yep. That's a it's a great a, call. As a ride. Yep. And uh, it's genius. Well, so uh, I'm not, No,
1: I'm not faulting him. I'm, I'm just saying. That went on and on, and there are twists, and there's turns, and there's the water, and there's this and that. And I can totally see, back then, a 14-year-old kid who went to that film, and then the ride opens being like, Mom and Dad, we got to go on this.
0: Yeah. Definitive bad guy rankings. So the bad guy here in question is Molaram. Molaram, squalaram, pulling hearts out of people's chests, oh. sacrificing innocent people. He's got he's got the uh, the Maharaja put in a trance using a voodoo doll on his opponents. Scared Declan. He's got a potion that turns people into zombies. He's got all kinds of tricks and weapons. Don't like him. So the top bad guys we have reviewed to this point are Hans Gruber, Cyrus the Virus, Brad Wesley from Roadhouse, Cobra Kai as a group, and Mr. Joshua uh, from Lethal Weapon, followed by Ivan Drago. Um, we've got uh, the incompetent Russian military at the bottom, the muggers from Death Wish, the French drug lord from Bad Boys. So I don't think he... I, I think he's in the middle somewhere, personally. Like, he's definitely more distinguishable than, like, incompetent uh, Russian military and Gans and Billy Bear. Like, he's definitely... A, he's, he's not more, iconic, though. He's more organized than those guys. He's not, like, Ivan Drago yeah, iconic. he's not iconic uh, bad guy. He, He's probably, like, middle to... He's probably, like, middle two-third to bottom third for me. Would you put him, like, like Aliens and in Independence Day? Where would you put him compared to the Aliens and in Independence Day? Or Le Chiffre from... Uh, casino Royale. I put him below Le
1: chief
2: oh I would put him above Le chief this dude was ripping people's hearts out and he's just generally terrifying I didn't hate him la Le- Le- chief was just more um was this really good at poker like I don't really understand... I didn't hate him <laughs> and not even that good at poker yeah and really wasn't that great
0: I'm with I'm with Dex on this one I think I think Mularam was uh he was articulate he was evil yeah he was conniving and yeah. he did he did the killings himself that's fine I just didn't feel it for him I don't think okay. Here's another one that's like right in the middle. Dom from Fast and the Furious. I think he's got to be below Dom. Dom's
2: iconic. But Dom's Dom's more iconic. He I would. He's not as evil, but he's iconic. I'd that's
1: be fine with this guy being firmly in the middle of the list. I'm going to put him literally right in the
2: middle,
0: right there with the, with the rogue CIA agent from uh, the Expendables. He's oh right yeah, that's right perfect. in the middle. That's, okay, that's absolutely yeah, that's fine. Perfect. All
1: right. I just didn't hate him. Our 1 through sort of 10
0: Seagal ranking system, the top movies we have reviewed to this point are Die Hard, John Wick, Commando, The Fast and the Furious, The Expendables, Roadhouse, Hard to Kill, Rocky Four, and Bad Boys, uh, which is tied with Independence Day and Point Break. And Bloodsport's the worst one that we have reviewed, which is unfortunately You're still the offended
1: by the fact yeah. that we hated Bloodsport, and it was awful.
0: So 1 through 10, what's your score, Jed?
1: 4. It's a 4. It doesn't. Here, here's, here's Phil. I'm sorry. I'm your friend. I hate to do this, but I'm going to be brutally honest with you. Okay. If nothing else, it doesn't hold up. Like it just doesn't. If if so, the special effects like it's perfect for this exercise because it's fun to talk about. Poke holes in. Um. So it, it's actually a perfect film to review, but one. I don't like it that much, and that's a personal taste thing. And two, I don't think that the way that they shot it now, back then it was great, I'm sure, holds up four for me.
2: Dex? It's a four. That's exactly what I wrote down in my notes after last night, too. It just it doesn't hold. Um, I was scared for the majority of this film, to be completely honest, because Voodoo this is, freaks me out. This is an underlying <laughs> thing that I love about Declan. And uh, it, it had some good kills, so like it wasn't a complete disaster. It just it didn't do it for me. Like It was hard to get through it, so it's a four as well. All right, uh, it's a six for me. It's a six. Oh, oh that's not... Okay. I, I thought you be I, I expected an eight from yeah, you. Too. No,
0: it's... Uh, okay. I, I, I can recognize it for what it is. I would watch it again just because, to me, it's so you can just kind of pop it on. I, and, will, never and it <laughs> I will never watch it again.
1: I will never watch it again, and I won't watch the rest of the I franchise. will tell
0: you that uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark is a legitimately great movie. Yeah, it's
2: really good. So it's, okay. it's
0: not even... like Sorry, Don't guys. let this alter your eventual oh, viewing of Raiders of the Lost Ark. It did. It right. did.
1: I won't be watching it. Okay.
0: So with that, it's a combined score of 4.7, which makes it the fourth worst action movie that we have reviewed to this point. So the, yeah. the bottom five is now Bloodsport, <laughs> Wanted, Rambo 3, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, fourth worst, and Air Force One. So Harrison Ford showing up twice in the oh bottom f- uh, five. I
1: got to admit, In retrospect, I had forgotten, and I'm a little bit surprised, Air Force One is solo. I almost feel like we should, game, we, huh? we should... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's so no, but, but that's S-O-L-O-W for us. I think that, Dex, you didn't do Air Force One with us, right? That was Ronnie no, and John? I did not. Yep. Wow, we really crapped on that film because I did sort of like it.
0: I did too. We should almost have Dex watch it and just re-review it at some point, but maybe 2021. It is what it is.
1: Yeah, we had oh, a- yeah. No. The, let the chips fall where they may.
0: So, all right.
1: Uh, whose turn is it this week? It's mine. Judd Zolgad. It's mine. Hold on a second. I have, have allowed keys to pick. Since oh Keyes is back. So Keyes is going to hand me oh the selection. Here we go. Keyes loves the old films, by the way. Yes, he does. Oh, wow. We are going to do an action movie classic from the 80s, gentlemen. A film we've all seen. I'm guessing Dex has. The 1986 epic film, Top Gun. Wow. I haven't is, seen Top Gun. Is our next film. I haven't
0: seen Top Gun. I've never seen it all the way through. No!
1: No way! We're going to do Top Gun, little Tom Cruise. What? Um, Val Kilmer?
0: Yeah, I've, I've only seen clips of it on, like, TNT or whatever. I Meg Ryan, right? Yeah, we're going to do Top Gun, Amazing.
1: 1986.
0: Amazing. So there it is. Action movie rewind. Are we doing... Are we on air production meeting? Are we getting Pat on here? Yeah. You can go ahead idea. and just grab him right now. And, okay. uh, and we'll... We'll uh, cheer about the fact that Top Gun is... Right. Yeah, I've only... I've never seen... Are it we still... Uh,
1: oh, I forgot. One thing. What was the quid pro quo in in Indiana Jones of Dan Aykroyd's cameo? I don't know. There's something going on there. Like, he was famous by then.
0: Yeah, he owed some sort of a... But, match. I mean, he was,
1: like, on the tarmac.
0: Yeah, he... W- and they didn't even, like, show his face, really. It was, like, no. he ba- barely... I think he had a film. line
1: or two, and but I'm what, like, that's what,
0: Aykroyd. Yeah, what was the... It's weird, because... Like, there, what was the value of it to the movie?
1: But that's what I'm saying. I think he owed somebody an appearance or agreed to do it because there was no value.
0: Let me just Google real quick here.
1: But it was very odd because I thought, oh, he's in this, and then that was it. He,
0: There's got to be a story here. Dan Aykroyd, Temple of Doom. Dan Aykroyd Temple of Doom. Uh, yeah, he made a small cameo. Hmm. But, I mean, he was— Oh, da- here, the first question, is, why is Dan Aykroyd in Temple of Doom? Okay. He supports must. Turn, turns out he was friends with Spielberg going back— Oh, Okay. Yeah, he was just... So he
1: just did that as a favor. Yeah, they just... uh, But it was really weird, uh because at first I'm like, Dan Hickory's in this film, huh? No, and he was not.